This is the Buck Crimshaw Show. When I was a kid, it's what they wanted to be called. Lady Gaga. More like Baby Wow Wow. Christ on a bike. Abe Lincoln beat his kids. There's only three bad words. And mouth. I've never made eye contact with my father-in-law. And now, Buck Crimshaw. Howdy doody darling! Good day! Great week! Fantastic time to be drawing breath. How's everyone? Hey, before I get started, I want to say two things. Number one, I want to apologize to the Cherokee Nation. Uh, the, the, the things I said on social over the weekend, they, they were cheeky at best, they were rude, and only half true. You know, I came right out with some cockamamie. Let me say it so loud, Squanto hears me from the big sweat lodge in the sky. My bad. Let me be frank, I goofed. I love the Cherokee Nation. Fact of the matter is, and they don't get enough credit for this, Cherokee Nation, they inspired the highest performing, most reliable midsize SUV on the road today. Hands down. Big ups. Second thing needs saying, and gosh darn it, I can't wait to do so. I flat love my wife and kids. Trish Ann, that's wife. She's my favorite because, duh, we touch fronts. It feels good. After that, I like my youngest beigely second best because I think she's still got a shot at a full athletic scholarship. Plays libero. Aces from the baseline, not afraid of a little floor. But I love them all. Honestly, these kids are the light of my life. Even my middle son, Lampton, who plays ukulele. Love them all. And I don't mention that enough. Hey, one more. Uh Uh-huh. While we're being honest, you mind if I stretch this thing to a threefer? Make it a trilogy like those rings flicks? Good flicks. Because I got one more. Number three thing is... I have a great deal of affection for my producer, Kyle Cook. He has tremendous pluck, and he talks back hardly never. His pay is paltry and irregular. He's the best. Example. I could not have a higher opinion of today's program. Couldn't. You know, about 15 minutes ago, I skipped into my office, cracked a diet cherry vanilla, and sat down to skim the rundown cookie prepared for today's show. Every item made me do a spit take. Seriously. My credenza is caked in carbonation. So, my instincts as a journalist and as a truth teller tell me that this program is going to generate at least 12 to 15 hours of vocal consternation on web. People are going to chirp. We're a part of the cycle... And that's about all you can ask for. Cook, talking to my producer Kyle Cook, Cook, do you know I used to do this without a partner? You're kidding. You produced your own show? If you could call it that, mostly just wanged it. You certainly are not much for preparation. There was like a month straight where I just challenged scientists to arm wrestles. DeGrasse almost said yes. On today's program, the aforementioned program, folks, we're live right now. On today's program, we're talking about how come there's no stone sack in my nation or in the Western world at large. Like it's gone. 
And everything once held sacred by God-fearing patriots is turned to ash. And, and for context, this has nothing to do with me finding out that Dumbledore was gay. Which, wow. Ha- has nothing to do with that, but rest, that didn't make my weekend. No, when I take a look around my nation, I'm confronted with the fact that we're clean out of giddy-up. I mean, was Russ Crow the last cowboy? No stone sack! Uh, obviously, I'm referring to the known traitor Michael Cohen, the narc, zilch in the nard department, Mike Cohen, Mike Rolled. We're talking reality TV vixen Amarasa, Rasa Rolled. Writ large, it demonstrates to me that the race of man has reached its final act. Systems collapse. Annihilation is imminent. <laughs> wow, I love my job. Yeah, I, just, I just couldn't ask for a better program. TGI today, brothers and sisters. Listen, God's good. I got a jar from the store. It's in my cabinet right now. I got a jar from the store with a peanut butter on one side and a jelly on the other. Kirkland brand just came like that. Is God good or huh? Mr. Crimshaw? Yeah, buddy! Mr. Crimshaw, you are in some type of great mood today. Are you regular again? Nope. I remain impacted. But I'm up to my eyeballs and sun-made raisins and I couldn't be happier. Did you know they're nature's candy? Well, what in the gosh darn world is making you so sunny this morning? Cookie, and look... I'm breaking news here. Alert the aggregators. Cookie, I learned this morning that I will be receiving an honorary degree from the College of the Ozarks. The College of the what? The College of the Ozarks. It's where the red fern grows. Wow. And there's a whole college there? Pretty good one, too. Good kids. Faculty's a 10. Co-ed dorms, I hope. So it's one of those unaccredited places? Two-year place? Uh, they call it the Christian Bard, so however you want to take that. Is it a vocational? Could be. A lot of good lake down there. No, no, vocational. Like they build motorcycles there. Oh! Oh, that's boss! I hope! Oh! You think they'll give me one? I don't know. Did you ask? Can you ask? Me? Yeah. You. But 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 when you ask, make sure you call it a hog. You want me to ask? Yeah, yeah. You. Call it a hog and say you're my secretary. On it. Secretary, hog. No, 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 no. Chopper, that's tough. And and say you're my valet. And at the end, say, God bless. They like that. You think I'm going to look like Statham on that, Rod? Chopper, valet, sign the email, God bless. Email? I was going to email the provost. Are you jerking? Jeez. Jeez, how freak. Hey, how'd you even get this job? Are you Susan Boyle? Just just showed up and sang for it? Unqualified and out of your depth, Cookie. 
And listen, I took a shine to you because you're a Jet fan and you can recite Mellencamp's discography in reverse. 2017, Sad oh, Clowns and Hillbillies. Go. 2014, Plain yeah, Spoken. Yeah, 2010, know, No Better Than This. Hey, 2008, Scott. Life, Death, Hope. Love, and Freedom. 2007, a- Freedom's Hey, Rose. cool off! Oh, sorry. What made you think that was appropriate? 2003, Trouble No More. 2001, Cut in Head. That's out of line! Boomer Esiason, you're testing me! Email! Have have you ever asked for free crud? Ever? And I'm talking one time. Free crud? I got a scholarship for college. Athletic, academic, or fed handout? Kiwanis? Oh no, that ain't free. No, Kiwanis is some good brothers. You, 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 You must run like a vacation Bible school for disadvantaged or something. Get those boys' attentions. I wrote love letters to residents of an elderly community, posing as their deceased spouses writing from heaven. Oh. NBC5 did a story. It's on my YouTube. <clears throat> so you asked for some free crud. You, you, you better pick up the horn and jam, fella. Landline. Email. Might as well say please, all the good that gets you. You landline it. And... and and here's how it goes. Are you writing this down? Longhand and in script. Okay, don't be a doink. So, so listen, you call up, and when the assistant says he's in a meeting, you, you kind of laugh a little bit, right? Like, <laughs> okay, that what he said to you? Do, do that for me. <laughs> okay, that's what he said to you. No, yeah, yeah, that's, no. You, you, you need the assistant to think, like, Number one, this guy's got a voice like gear. Richard Gear, we play bocce on Nantucket. Voice like gear. Number two, this guy knows I'm wearing my fourth bra. Call on a Thursday, she is. He knows I'm on bra four, and I gotta flip this. Gotta show him I've got half a noodle, and I can call shots. Make her wanna win. Here, here's what happens. She's gonna say, is there anything I can help you with? <laughs> Buddy, that point, you're bobbing apples with a vacuum. She's hosed. Free crud. You say, yeah, when should Mr. Crimshaw expect his chopper? Does he ride into the ceremony, or are you driving it out our way? See, you negotiate the details and not the premise. Hey, ain't that America? You and me. I mean, ain't that America? Home of the free, yeah. The details, not the premise. It's how Jefferson got us Nolans. Didn't ask France if they were selling. He just asked, how soon could you move out? Leave the crawdads. Mardi Gras coming. Louisiana Purchase, that's just true. That's just true. The details, not the premise. Remember Mission Accomplished, Bush 2? On the aircraft, dive-bombed the podium like he was Top Goose. Started talking out the side of his neck about how we've got Al-Qaeda in the icebox. And does anyone, any to this damn day, does anyone give half a napkin about all the egg he had on his baked potato face? Hey, how come every bush looks like he's crinkle-cut? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So, literally no one cares he won the details. Flak jacket, fighter jet, shades, details. So we forgot the premise. 
a willful mischaracterization of an armed conflict responsible for the deaths of literally hundreds of thousands of human beings. That's just about as American as it gets because, hey, all's well that wraps up the way we hoped, right? Otherwise, you gotta let go and let God, which, by the way, is a phrase I have scribbled on a piece of notebook paper tacked up across from the john, yet I remain impacted. Pray for me, buckheads. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Great American morning to ya. Could you introduce yourself as, as Deacon Cook? And, you know, probably just call it a bike. You wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious I can't understand. Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the time. Hello, Patriots! It's Buck Crimshaw here, your friend, and one of only two remaining guardians of the American way. It's literally just me and Hank Williams Jr. now. Defending freedom is a full-time job, and it requires every ounce of energy I can muster. That's why I love gas station coffee. Gas station coffee, the thing I love most about a gurgling pot of gas station coffee is how you have basically no idea how long it's been there. We call that stick to And it's that sense of duty that makes gas station coffee the number one beverage for strung out fugitives and the obsessed divorce policemen who pursue them. Gas station coffee, it's never been made with love. And thank God for that. Because when I arrive 30 minutes late to my son's Little League, ready to nonstop heckle the ump with a cup of gas station coffee burning the prints off my fingers, love is just about the last thing on my mind. I'm I'm talking right behind the backstop, people. He's got to hear you. Gas station coffee. You know, the the guy who makes mine, I don't think he's ever tried it. Named Rizwan. Riz, he's a cool cat. Good hair. Wears a lot of soccer shirts. Where he's from, I don't think they even do coffee. I I, I think he drinks, he drinks like a, a room temp dog milk mixed with some cardamom, herbs or something. They drink it out of tea. He doesn't do coffee. But somehow, he brews it perfectly within our cultural tradition. Gas station coffee. It would taste like baby piss if only the first sip didn't completely sear the tasting mechanism from your mouth and throat. Gas station coffee? Bottoms up! Are you reeling in the Welcome back to the Buck Crimshaw Show. I'm Buck Crimshaw, the bullhorn of the boomers and America's life alert. I've been protecting and defending the American way for over 35 years now. You've never been sharper. Centrum for men. I got more zinc and I know what to do with. Since 1983, I've been reporting and commenting on American culture and politics. I've done it all. TV, satellite radio, Writ 12 best-selling books, including You're Not Jesus, Cut Your Hair, Wear Socks, which I finally got Amazon to take off the satire page, the doinks. Done it all. Seen it all. Which is why I can proclaim, with the confidence of Bob Redford at a debutante ball, that there has never been a moment in American government and politics in which there has been less of a collective stone sack than there is today. And that's just true. Book it. Less balls than a hockey tournament. 
Mike Cohen, the traitor lawman. You know, he's finally got something to look so sad about. How come he always looks like the test just came back positive? Lighten up. So Cohen goes flippy on the chief, right? Flips. You know, he'll give you more flip-flops than a 10-spotted old navy. And he went full-on dark side. Did you hear about this? First, he flat snitches on boss, man. Gonna get some time. Second, he registers Dem. Read that somewhere. And it makes a cat wonder. And look, I don't do the conspiracy deal outside of the fact that Joe Biden is a former Black Panther. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. But it makes a cat wonder. Could Mike Cohen have been moling all along? Double agent. I mean, think about it. The guy with the hair, not that I'm a fan, commander in the least, I call him. He didn't get up to no type of nothing before Cohen showed up. Honest. Guy just minded his own business. Sold steaks. And it's like, all of a sudden, the only time I hear about any possible wrongdoing from fella is right around the same time they start talking about his lawyer. You can't tell me that, don't sniff bitter. How come I didn't hear about his attorney at any point before he was accused of crimes? Literally didn't know his name. You, t- you tell me. Look, you tell me. Second, we've got Rosa. Amarosa, Manigault, former senior staff member at that circus brother man's running over there. I'll begin by saying something nice about Miss Manigault. I would. (laughs) Did I just say that? (laughs) Cookie, is my brass showing? Don't tell wifey. Honest, I, I would. Something feline about her gets my puppy pounding. I would. But, it, but at the same time, I wouldn't, and here's why. I don't kiss and tape. Manischewitz, mister, she's like a sexy iTunes. She can't go to lunch without breaking off a playlist. She sneezes MP3s. And to record private business with a direct superior, it's known as insubordination. And men have been ruined for it. Or worse... Disinvited from poker night. Cookie, yup, you guessed it. Producer Kyle Cook. Cookie, if you ever taped even a single sizzling word came out of my kisser, it would get freaky. What? They wouldn't find you. Is this a joke? You get the stones to put me down on wax in any way, shape, or form. You're going to get juiced. Sir, is this irony? Pulp free. Because, obviously... There should be no aural record of my thoughts and feelings. As we speak... I'm a live guy. I do riffs. No rewind. Do do you see the blinking red light? And I would literally end the life of any individual who would dare procure a digital reproduction of the opinions expressed on this program. Can we do this off mic? And here's the goofy bit. Rosa dropped these clips after termination. Where's your leverage? What's blackmail without nothing to gain? You need leverage. 
And, and, and this is why we must keep women out of athletics. They don't understand leverage, and it's going to get them hurt. Remember the first lady, Mrs. Uh, last one, Mrs. Book Tour? Remember she would say, when they go low, we go friggin' flat foot upright, beanpole. There is a less than nothing chance of blocking a three technique by going high. QB's getting creamed. Sack lunch. Put him in the protocol. It's called leverage. Look, if I'm Rosa or anyone works for somebody like she did, he, he's a pistol, isn't he? Look, I'm her. I let it known I've got dirt about a click before performance reviews. All of a sudden, that meeting's gonna go different. And, and look, you have to make yourself indispensable to your employer. Job security. It's a gig economy, folks. That's just true. That's just true. But here's the one really goats my get. Back in April, Speaker of the House Paul Ryan announced his retirement from public office following the end of his term this coming January. This past week, he gave his final address to the House. Translation? Buddy quit. And, and listen, I have a lot in common with Speaker Ryan. Devout Roman Catholics, both trim six ones, wonks. You know, a lot of folks say the president is like America's dad. If that's true, then vice president is America's stepdad. And the Speaker of the House naturally is America's driver's ed coach. It's a big job. You, get, you gotta be a role model. Firm grip on the wheel, speed foot on heavy, brake for blondes, bird hand cocked. You've gotta be a role model. My driver's ed coach was a Jesuit nun from Moscow named Sister Boris Karloff. She was a former Soviet power lifter who believed that the only weight needed lifting more than 225 kilos of squat rack was the weight of original sin from the souls of America's youth. She taught driving. And also, she taught the golden rule. Drive unto others as you'd wish to be driven to. In September of 77, she proctored my driver's licensure examination. Sat shotgun. About 15 minutes in, we were driving through South Bronx, and I executed a flawless New York left through what we call an orange light. Everyone honked. Sister couldn't have done it better herself. So we make the turn, and what we saw... To this day, it's the most Stephen King type of freak shiz I've ever been a part of. Outside of a couple three Easters, I golf-tripped Baja with the bassist from Los Lonely Boys, who I need to call. I make the turn. Apparently, a garbage truck had rolled, blocking the roadway and showering a troop of pedestrian Girl Scouts in an avalanche of Bronx trash, pinning several of the Scouts beneath. Before I even had the thing in pee, Sister Boris had thrown herself to the blacktop and sprinted to the overturned truck. As dismembered scouts wailed in anguish, Sister bent, back 
straighter than a Brooks Brothers sales clerk and deadlifted the truck 18 inches off the asphalt. For nearly a full minute, Sister Boris held the truck aloft as the girls were pulled from harm's way. It was ugly, brother. Not sure a single box of tagalongs made it. When she finally returned the monstrosity to the pavement, she returned to our car and instructed me to demonstrate a parallel park between the garbage truck and the pile of ruined young women who, much like sister herself, would now never know the love of a man. During the life-saving lift, she suffered an aortic hemorrhage. She could no longer see color. Her bowels had moved independently, slicking her habit with waste. She blamed the odor on the garbage that blanketed Fordham Road. I didn't correct her. She could have ended the lesson right there. A hero. But she didn't quit. We practiced steering with knees on the BQE for another quarter of an hour. I learned that day something that Speaker Ryan has clearly never known. That the only thing you should ever quit is giving up. And that's just true. That's just true. Caller, you're on the Buck Crimshaw Show with me, Buck Crimshaw. Hey, Buck, it's Raj. Oh, my guy. I'm from uh, friggin' East Tremont. Yeah? I went to Spelman High. What year? That would have been like 84 or something. Oh, young gun. Hey, what's your take on speaker? Actually, I wanted to talk about the nun. Isn't she the one that used to drive the kids out to Long Island and make them rub her thighs and cheeks on the beach? Uh, n- nope. You sure that wasn't her? Sister Boris Karloff who won bronze weightlifting in Munich? No, I don't think she meddled. Must have been another Russian Jesuit athlete nun. Yeah, my cousin Teddy said she taught him what deep tissue was. That, that, that is simply not the sister Boris I knew. Uh, she was a good chick. And, 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 and she taught driver's ed through a faith-based Christian curriculum. I don't know, man. I heard that she kept baby oil in a holy water bottle in the glove of every teaching car. That's way too specific to be true. You really didn't hear about this. Like, 40 kids told the same story. It ended up being a class action for the diocese. Uh, agree to not, I guess? Raj, I, I, I'm not saying this didn't happen to your cousin Teddy and 40 other Bronx youths with similar accounts. I'm just saying that it definitely wasn't her that did it. You get me? L- listen, I sympathize with any man woman or child who goes through a squish or a fondle. Hand to heavens, I do. That's me. But these accusations just don't square with my recollection of her. And to accept them as a possibility would force me to reconsider my perception of a woman I previously presented live on air as a role model, thus forcing me to confront the idea that I made an inaccurate judgment as to her character, a.k.a. that I made a mistake. And the consequences of such a recalculation could jeopardize my credibility with my listeners, or worse, compel me to reckon with my own infallibility. And, sorry soldier, it's a blizzard downstairs the day I decide to participate in even the most shallow of self-examinations. 
Yeah, no, she was a friggin' perv, bro. Okay, thanks for calling, Raj. See you at the reunion. <laughs> friggin' hey. Great guy. Hey, can we talk about somebody I, I, I can't get my gourd round? It's West, Conway West. We'll touch on his impromptu sit-down in the Oval next side of break. Cookie, can you grab me a bag of flips? Run down to the sit-go, grab me a bag of flips. It's like candy pretzels. Blue bag. Shiny as hell. I, I want I want chocolate. If you give me the yogurt ones, I'll scream. Bag of flips. Patriots, it's your main squeeze, Buck Crimshaw of the Buck Crimshaw Show here to talk to you about one of my all-time favorite sponsors of the program, 9 a.m. meetings. 9 a.m. meetings, no one knows what they're for, but you go anyway, and, and, and somebody's always eating breakfast. 9 a.m. meetings, it's the only time you talk to finance, which is kind of goofy considering the point of this whole deal's money in it. Listen, 9 a.m. meetings. If you're like me and you do a two first thing, then these suckers are one hell of a daggone workout. You got, you got to keep a plug in it for like an hour, hour 10. Like, like may the force be with you. You know what I'm saying? Here's your choices. Plop before you leave the house, but you didn't wake up early enough for that. Don't drink coffee till after. That sounds worse. Excuse yourself midway through. Boss won't dig. Or, and, and here's my drug of choice. Box of donuts. If you're the guy who brings donuts, nobody asks questions. Take your time. Do your two. Skip over to the conference room 15 or 20 late. And when everyone watches you come in, just shrug and gesture at the donkeys. Like, had to wait on a fresh batch of Bismarck's. It'll cost you six bucks a week, but you'll save on skitty briefs and tide pens. 9 a.m. meetings. The participation grade of having a job. Back by contractual obligation, you're listening to the Buck Crimshaw Show, Sally. It's me, Buck Crimshaw, your sister's voice crush, and we're back talking Yahweh West. Are we sure it's not pronounced weast? I'm nearly certain. But are we sure? I'll listen to the pronunciation on his wiki, but I'm 65% sure it's West. Okay, because how it's spelled, I, c- I could go either way. It's almost definitely West. Yeah, but do we know? It, it just looks weird. It's spelled exactly like the direction West. Yeah, but, but tomato, tomato, right? Nobody actually says tomato, though. It's just a figure of speech. Exactly. We all just assumed it's tomato. So, a couple months back, we had a sit-down with Big Fella in the Oval. And my understanding is that they spoke primarily about how come the Bulls haven't had a single dog on roster since Pip left. Nobody wants to rebound anymore. My question, and this isn't personal, is how does brother jump line like that? That's not the American way. Couldn't be. And it's not. You gotta pay your dues here. Nobody knows that better than me. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Cook. My, my producer, Kyle Cook, he always makes sure I blow nose before we go live because I hate sounding nasal. Holds the tish right up there like he's nanny and plays me like a baritone sax. 
whatever it takes. Dues. Wheats could learn a thing. And look, it's not like I'm bitter. I, co- I couldn't be. My Aunt Bev nicknamed me Chip because I'm about as semi-sweet as a morsel gets. But fella puts out half a dozen tunes and all of a sudden he's got to sit down in Oval? I've been a member of the news, media, and punditry industrial complex for going on 38 years this May. I was nominated for a daytime South New Jersey Broadcast Journalism Award in 1993. You wanted to Sunja Budge? Uh, yeah, sure. I won. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Point is, I've been doing this more than him. He don't have the answers. And if he wants to go pundit, he needs mentorship. Here, here. As I inch toward 40 years in the business, I recognize more than ever that in order to keep alive the rich tradition of syndicated conservative talk radio programming, the onus lies on my 48-inch shoulders to pass on the gift of freedom-fighting gab. Gab. Someday, I'm going to hang the mic up. Probably not till my foster niece Praline is old enough to join the military. But listen, I'm closer to the light than the tunnel. And that's just true. That's just true. Who represents the next generation of talk titans? Who, who will carry the torch when I'm all friggin' quaky and crap? Like Ali in summer 96. I still can't believe they let him do that. He looked like he was fighting off anesthesia. It's just dangerous. Who's it gonna be? Well, I think I know somebody. Mr. Grimshaw, please, I'm flattered, but... He's the perfect mouthpiece for the Republican Party. He's brash. He's defiant. I wear my heart on my sleeve. He's from the inner city. Suburbs of Toledo. His wife is a certified wildfire. I'm unmarried, but I've always dated up. And he's a brother. Oh, you're, you're not talking about me. I'm ready for a little bit of brother time in the GOP. Best we've got is Geraldo, which, yeah, he was in my wedding party, third one. But Amigo dresses like Planter's Peanuts, okay? Good dude, but he's country club. We need nightclub. What I'm saying is that I'm offering my knowledge and expertise as an AM truth teller to Mr. Kanye West. Should he decide that this is the path he wants to follow. Go full pundit, embrace the dark side. Hey, he, he's got chops, but kid needs a coach. I'm not sure he knows fundamentals, like always punch down. Punch down, they'll never see it coming. You know what? Here's a few freebies for anybody trying to break into the industry. Cookie, can we do three damn things? Three damn things. Number one. Number one. This is rule number one in our business. No chance West knows this. Ready? Talk while you think. They gotta hear you. A lot of people forget radio is a medium of sound. Nothing to see here, folks. Literally. You know, I actually think sound is better than images. I firmly believe that. I'll take thunder over lightning nine times out of nothing. Like, you know you play that game when you're a kid? Would you rather... Would you rather be a leopard or a lamb? Leopards are fast, that's easy. One time I got asked, would you rather be blind or deaf? I said, I said blind, you can't not hear. Imagine, imagine you never heard your own voice again. 
Never heard yourself eviscerate an adversary. Never heard, like, applause or Bob Seeger. But then I thought about golf. Gotta aim for golf. And, and, and you know how you can kind of hear yourself? Just like in, inside your head? Little voice in there? That's pretty good. So, so I was like, no, let's go deaf. And then everybody agreed with me. I was two years old when I said that. Ask dad. Talk while you think. Picture this. You're in hour two of your nationally syndicated daily radio program and there's breaking news. Pope's dead. Okay? Keeled over in his gazpacho. And now you need to have an opinion like pronto, Kimosabi. At that precise moment, somewhere in Topeka, Kansas, big market for the Crimshaw Show, a listener gets in his car and he hits the button. Doesn't hear nothing. Because you're thinking. He hits it again. Now it's off. What the heck? So he twists the knob all the way high and he punches it one more again. All of a sudden, he hears you on volume 10 zillion say, cold soup is for cowards and hippies. Sheesh. Too friggin' loud. You've lost a listener forever because you were thinking and not talking. Talk while you think. Number two. Number two. Heroes have to be dead. That's why we love Jesus and why personally, I hope he never comes back. Guy pretty much did it perfect. Life of the party. Generous. Kept it in his pants. Why come back? How are you going to top that? It's Wizards MJ. Big ol' elbow pads and crud. Nothing but jumpers. It's sad. No, heroes have to be dead. Because then we can say things like, Eisenhower never got his emails hacked. That's just true. You know, I still remember how I felt the day Reagan died. I just went on a drive. I, I rode down the turnpike with the windows down in my Sebring. Blasted Tim McGraw. Live like you were dying. It was the best day for conservatives in 15 years. Our guy finally went. Heroes have to be dead. Libby's love that last guy, right? Right? Number 44. Mr. Smooth Jazz. Mr. Yes We Can. Newsflash Ninnies. 44 still kicking. Sure, he's good, but he can still foul this thing up. I'm banking on it. The book is still being written. You're telling me Mr. Hawaii won't have one too many Mai Tais and hang 10 with a hula dancer after the poi roast? Say aloha to Mr. Perfect. It's only a matter of time. You're in a world of hurt. Listen, you can keep your charisma, your charm, your good looks, and your beating heart. Conservatives will take the fellas with the statues. Statues are forever. Number three. Number three. Broadcast every show like it's your last show. I say this for two reasons. One. Number 3.1. Kids grow up faster these days. By six months, children understand object permanence. By two years, they're speaking words. In the 1960s, children of all genders wore baptismal gowns until the age of 11. They weren't allowed to use the telephone until 29. My, my point is that the next generation of broadcasters is coming. If you don't defend your mic like you defend the American way, 
it's gonna get snatched by a person who doesn't need help rotating PDFs. Two. Number 3.2. When you hold back on air, the audience can feel it. I remember one time I was interviewing Marie Osmond about her weight loss journey. She dropped 40 or something, three inches waist. She was trim, even, even her voice was hotter. And listen, she's a cool chick, good values, not unbusty, we hit it off. But I was married at the time. In another life, would I have made a move? Let me put it this way. Red meat is an aphrodisiac, and I'm a Ruth's Chris Rewards member. My punch card looks like frat house drywall. So that night at home, my wife, I was with Lynetta Lynn at the time. She's got a problem with how I comported myself. I said, hun, my job is to be a right wing thought hunk. Men need to want to be me. Women need to want to be with me. It's what I do. She didn't buy. And, and that's fine. That's her prereq. She, gave, she says, if you loved her so much, why didn't you ask her to marry you? I said, is that what you think I want? She said, sure is what it sounded like. I realized, wow, I cheated my audience today. They wanted me to propose to Marie Osmond live on the airwaves. And I held back. I let my listeners, my bucknuts, I let them down. And the ratings reflected it. Now, a lot of people, suits mainly, they chalked that up to me not talking Katrina that whole month, September 05. But what was there even to cover? It's wet, okay? Heard of a sub pump? Oh, 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 it's really wet? Boo-hoo, Gabon gets an inch and a half annual. Try that on for texture. <laughs> Cookie, you ever heard of humble brag? Humble, humble brag. Gee, so much fresh life-giving water fell from the sky that my basement flooded and I had to go hang out at a football stadium for a couple days. Nothing to cover. No, no. Folks wanted an on-air proposal. Talk about a power couple. Me and Marie, and I let them down. Every show's gotta be your last. That was three damn things. And I'm not saying it again. Call me, West. We, we can figure something out. The party needs you. Hey, I'll take one. Call her. Let rip. Hey, fuck. It's Dougie Domenico, CSI 80. Holy hell. Juggy Domenico, who I haven't heard from in years, is calling my nationally syndicated radio program broadcast in over 30 media markets nationwide. What are the friggin' odds? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm Dougie now. Oh, sure. Sure. Hey, that's on me. Old habits. So, look, I'm calling because... Hey, uh... Cook. Hey, sorry, Jugs. Cook. Talking to my producer, Kyle Cook. Yeah, Buck? His name is Dougie Domenico. Initials are double D. So we called him Juggy. Right. Like Jugs, as in boobs. I mean, come on. You got a name like that, you're not gonna love recess. Embrace it. That's what I always said. Hey, so what's up, Dougie? You're probably calling about Marie Osmond, huh? 
No, actually, I'm calling because of what Roger was saying about Sister Boris Karloff and the kid. Yeah, where'd that come from, huh? Weird. Well, uh, well, see, no, um, I was one of those kids. One of those kids she taught the fundamentals of safe driving? Well, yeah, I mean, she did that, but I'm talking about, um, the touching. Hey, I'd be lying if I said she didn't touch my life too, Dougie. Thanks for calling, bud. Hope you're well. Actually, I, I'm really not. I, I sleep in the storage locker in West Orange. Okay, click this SOB cookie. Has anyone thought even one time about what this whole deal has done to sister? It's like, it's like who saw Fugitive? Fugitive? Harrison Ford flick? Darn good flick. So, Ford's wife gets whacked. Sayonara. He's all tore up, okay? And, and the next thing you know, people are saying he's the perp. As, as, if, as if Ford, the husband, would harm even a split end dangling off his angel's gorgeous head. So now, he can't even grieve proper because he's trying to outrun Tommy Lee Jones for the next hour 50. And, and all along, it was some creep with one arm did it. Unrelated, random, one-armed friggin' Joe Blow off the street. Sister Boris Karloff is basically fugitive. All she ever wanted was to protect and keep safe the youth of the Bronx, whether they were clean-jerking four plates or merging onto the on-ramp of the Verrazano. Instead, she will be dogged by these accusations until the day she dies, which, honestly, could have happened by now. We don't keep in touch. Well, that settles that. I guess we're all victims, huh? Well, too bad. Coming up, uh, I'll figure something out. But now, it's another halfway decent edition of Cookie's Bite. Recently, the White House was rumored to have been reconsidering the laws governing birthright citizenship in the United States of America. By virtue of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, any person born inside our borders is legally American, whether their parents are citizens or not. It is law, but is it just? I say no. Being American isn't about what country you're from. It's about whether or not you stand for American principles, like having a TV in your garage or fossil fuels. Each day, true patriots are born on every continent, believing that guns save lives and that posters are art. Conversely, thousands of so-called citizens, mainly in California and in metropolitan areas, draw their first breath from pure, unadulterated American oxygen only to complain that it's not non-GMO or that it lacks diversity. I don't care where they were born. Those babies hate America. It's simple. A person's Americanness is derived from their adherence to 27 simple statements that have been ratified as guiding American principles by the states of our union. Specifically, you're American if you support... Amendment number one, very much number two, numbers three through 13, 
I guess now not 14. 15 through 18. Secretly regret 19. And it's okay if you don't know the rest. America is a state of mind. You are as American as you want to be. And it's finally time that we have objective, concrete legislation that reflects that. I'm Kyle Cook, and that's just one bite of the cookie. It's the Buck Crimshaw Show. I'm Buck Crimshaw, the Amelia Earhart of the airwaves. Most of y'all have no idea where I just went. That's okay. (laughs) I don't mind being misunderstood. You know who's used to being misunderstood? Dylan. So, yeah. Blood on the tracks. In any event, my producer Kyle Cook is about to get me a free hog. You ready, Cookie? Ready for what? It's showtime, Sonny. Daddy needs his Ozark motorbike. Right now? I mean, it's just good radio. Shouldn't we talk about the blue wave? Shouldn't we talk about the blue wave? I literally don't know what that means. With all due respect, Mr. Crimshaw, I think the audience would like some perspective on the results of the midterm election. Hello! Missouri's on the line! For Pete's sake. Follow the script. Negotiate the details, not the premise. And get Buckley his bike. Provost Lewis's office, this is Danielle. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Provost Lewis's office. Um, please hold for Mr. Crimshaw. What? Oh, Sam Hill! Do you like this job? Mr. Crimshaw, hear me out. Motorcycles are dangerous. They are a gateway hobby. My brother-in-law's father started riding bikes in his team, and now he has hep C. Uh I implore you to disconnect this call. Why are you going to make everything so weeny? Huh? I'm not even going to ride the thing. That's a no bueno for wifey. She calls him death by leather. No, I'm... I'm just going to wash it in the cul-de-sac every weekend for the neighbors. Even so... Just get back on horn! Pronto! (sighs) Hello, this is Kyle Cook from Buck Crimshaw's office. Hi, Kyle. How may I help you? Please put me through to Provost Lewis. There are some details to confirm re Mr. Crimshaw's honorary motorcycle that he and I need to discuss. I'm sorry, but Provost Lewis is in a meeting at the moment. Can I have him call you back? Say it. Kyle? Haha, <laughs> is that what he told you? Uh, no, he's in a meeting. I'm sorry, am I on a speaker? No, no, not on speaker, but I am speaking to you on, on a Bluetooth headset. Okay, I just thought I heard someone else. Yeah, I'm on a boat. Plus, I'm uh, doing some minor welding, so, you know, we're, we're taking on a lot of water, so... Sounds like you have a lot on your plate. I'll have Provost Lewis call back when he's free. No, don't hang up! Is someone else there? No, nobody else. Solo voyage to Grenada. And it's a different time zone out here, so I need to speak to Provost Lewis now before end of business. As I said, he is busy. Is there anything I can help you with? <laughs> booyah! Did you just say booyah? Correct! As in booyah, you can help me with anything. (laughs) Sorry, uh, 
island culture is very informal. You can call me Danielle. Yes, Danielle. On to the matter at hand. Mr. Crimshaw's roadhog. His what? His chopper? His asphalt blast-off? Are you referring to a motorcycle? Yes, I'm his valet. So you park his motorcycle? No, I... I mean, I... I guess I could, but no, not that type of valet. It's it's more like a... Have you ever seen Bicentennial Man? No, for crying out ugly. Never mind, never mind. The motorcycle. When will Mr. Crimshaw be gifted the vehicle? Should he expect to ride it into the ceremony, or will it be delivered to him here? To... Grenada? Not here, here, obviously, but uh, no, uh, New Jersey. I was not aware of any motorcycle. Yes, the student mechanics of your institution were to design it custom to Mr. Crimshaw's specifications. Athletic build. Deep seat. Okay, a couple things, Kyle. Three damn things. What was that? Sorry, just a habit. Kyle, this is not a motorcycle school. I see. Mr. Crimshaw will settle for a 1967 Shelby Cobra Super Snake. That's a naughty ride. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Here's the thing, Kyle. I was typing some correspondence to Mr. Crimshaw when you called, so I may as well let you know now. The College of Ozarks will be rescinding Mr. Crimshaw's invitation as commencement speaker, and he will no longer be receiving an honorary degree from our institution. Wait, what'd she say? Sorry, we just had some turbulence. Um, wow, this, this is some chop. Yeah, so, so what did you just say? I said that... Due to recent comments made on his program, the College of Ozarks will no longer be bestowing an honorary degree upon Mr. Crimshaw this spring. <gasps> recent comments? <sighs> yes. This afternoon, in fact. I'm not sure if you've heard. Basically, he denied the long-standing allegations of child sex abuse made against Vlada Popov, a.k.a. Sister Boris Karloff, a.k.a. Powerlifting Pedophile. He defended her. Emphatically. Oh. Yes, so the College of Ozarks are not interested in aligning themselves with people of that position. Okay, uh, no further comments at this time. What? Please respect Mr. Crimshaw's privacy at this time, as he and his family, uh, gotta be private. I'm not a reporter. Yes, as I said, the Fifth Amendment is where we stand at this time. I'm also not a court of law. Right. Uh, I think I just saw a shark, so I'm going to have to split. But if you could just have the provost give me a call, then we will sort out the remaining particulars. That will not be happening. Wonderful. Looking forward to his call. Bye now. Ha! 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 Whoa! Is our refrigerator running? Ha! 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 I haven't, I haven't been pranked like that in, in ages. Are people still doing prank calls? I feel like Call ID extincted them. Wow. Good, good, good on Ozarks. Good prank. Huh? But didn't we call them? Yeah, yeah, uh, ex exactly. Flipped it on us. I, I'm personally glad to be in business with those people. Impeccable institution. Sense of humor on them. I think I'm gonna be sick. 
there, there's a there's a Home Depot bucket full of golf balls in the corner if you need to do number three. Hey, hey, uh, Cook, t- talking to my producer, Kyle Cook. He's uh purging. Cook, Cook, can you cut that mic for me, boss? I'm literally vomiting. Right. Yeah. You get it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Buck Crimshaw Show. Wow, what a what a doozy. I'm I'm still ebullient, 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 and bullient. That's a word. Next time we're diving deep on the late good President George Herbert Walker Bush. A retrospective. Ken Burns. That should take like eight to ten minutes. Don't miss it. Until then. Get your fix by binge listening to my latest audiobook, Property Line, Schmopperty Line, Gerrymandering for Homeowners. Great American morning, buckheads. Toodles. <laughs>